0: welcome back to the elias espinoza podcast um guys my heart is full and i'll tell you why one i'm a little buzz so that means i drank as you know in the last podcast if you listen to the last one people pleasing i had trouble admitting that i not trouble but okay trouble admitting that i drink because there's consequences in my social circle being the church circle that i am a part of which is against people drinking and there are consequences as in they won't let you do certain things in my case i like to play the piano and they say like okay you can't play because you're drinking or whatever anyways so right now i'm buzzed i had a great night with my girlfriend um yeah um by great night i mean she uh hung out with myself and uh my best friend and my brother so i mean like it just doesn't get better than that um i got an acceptance letter from a nursing program so uh i have my bachelor's in biology and i applied to an accelerated bachelor's bsn program bachelor's of science in nursing and um just got an acceptance letter. I did the interview. I thought I did bad in the interview. Which is crazy, right? We think we did bad for some things. But got accepted. Part of me is like, well, nah. It, they just said they just accepted you because it's a business. And they want your money. And which that may be true. And that may not be true, you know. Or a combination of things. You know, I did pretty good on the test. Um, I think it's called N... I don't know, it's some nursing test some test that it a lot a lot of people take before nursing parents. It's like a SAT of sorts. Um Yeah, but that was that was good. Um, and... I don't know why I feel like emotional right now and almost like wanting to cry, but this has been a long journey it's been i don't know how many of you guys feel like there's days where you're just like fuck when is my suffering gonna end you know i don't know if it's whatever that may be for you For me, for a long time, it was insomnia. Like, I couldn't sleep for shit. I felt like shit. You know, and that affected different areas of my life. As a man who, for a while, like, seven years ago, couldn't get my... Get it up. um, It was trying to keep it PG-13, but... um, ED issues, erectile dysfunction... That was like a freaking, a fucking, freaking whatever. Uh, horrible time for me. Because I was just like, so I guess part of my identity was tied with, you know. And I, I'm sure a lot of guys' identities can be tied to like, okay, I can get it up or I can perform in bed. And um yeah, it was just very like what's the word like very uh demolishing no um demeaning to my identity like manhood feel like i'm less of a man because i can't because i have erectile or had erectile dysfunction issues anyways that's a completely different topic um i am now in a much better place thank god uh, for anyone wondering I was able to improve my diet, I included a lot more greens and vegetables. I then improved what was the next thing my sleep sleep hygiene if anybody's struggling with that, look up sleep hygiene uh nutrition facts dot org look that up and meditation emotional intelligence look that up, and social relationships improve your relationships with those around you i sound like a freaking robot or teacher saying this but trust that will help at least it did for me um and i also just finished a conversation with a close friend where remember guys how last time uh, last podcast i was saying like i was struggling with people and i feel like for one of the first times i was able to be emotionally honest with this friend where i i told him like hey I, this is how i felt about a situation that happened between us where um you know i felt disrespected in a way and you know the fact that i was able to tell him that like i'm usually like i said in the last part because somebody who wants to be nonchalant like oh, you won't, like, I'm not mad, like, I'm good, I'm good, but really inside, I'm fucking burning, there's a fire, like, I'm pissed off, one thing that I appreciate about my girlfriend is that she'll call me out on that stuff, like, I can say, I'm not mad, and she's like, I know you're mad, and she'll be right, most of the time, like, nine out of ten times, she will be right, and I'll even deny it then, like, no, 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 like, you're wrong, and, you know, like, 20 minutes past I'm like you know what you're writing I'm, I'm mad and there's something I read a book something to be anyways forget the book there's something to be said about somebody seeing you somebody seeing past your facade past your surface like no I see you I see the real you I see how you feel I see what you want I see what you're afraid of I see You. And like I'm still there with you. And it's such a beautiful thing. Like to just go. And feel like somebody fucks with you. You know like. That's my ride or die. That's my person. That's. My significant other. That's my girlfriend. Wife. You know. Or whatever that may be for you. My best friend. My confidant. You know. it's a beautiful feeling because you feel a little less alone a little more like fuck i'm doing this with somebody else i'm going through life i'm going Hell, you could text that person call them be with them and tell them like i feel like this and the unfiltered Expression of how you're feeling. I feel annoyed. I feel how I feel. And you have the trust. You have the track record with that person. That they are going to be there. No matter how ludicrous that feeling. Or thing you may say may be. And that's just a fucking beautiful feeling. What led me to that was um, this book that. It was called uh eight ways to uh intimacy and love by uh Dean Ornish. Which I was on a journey of health and improving my health. As I said seven years ago, I was struggling with insomnia and other health issues and feeling like just horrible. And first thing was eating more vegetables. Like I was like, oh snap, I'm freaking sleeping better. I am feeling better, I have more energy. Like, what the heck? And that sent me down a rabbit hole of nutrition. And I went into that. And then I looked. I was like, but I'm still not sleeping as good as I feel like I can. Then I fell into sleep hygiene. Like, things, habits I could change that would improve my sleep. And I did those. And I was like, oh, my God. That's so great. And then I was like, okay, there's something else. I stumbled upon meditation And that was a game changer. Like my emotions, what? Like I had a way to freaking regulate my emotions and then get to a piece of of zen, of peace, of a settled mind. And then I stumbled upon how important relationships are to your health. And I was like, okay, I got to be first more real with myself, more honest with myself. Because I would lie to myself a lot. My last year of my bachelor's degree in biology, my senior year, I was telling myself every day, like, just one more year, Andrew. Like, even though my body was saying like, well, fuck this. You don't fucking want to do this. Ask me now, am I working in my desired field? Maybe not. Maybe not. But life, you know what? That's not fair to say. There's a lot of things I love about biology. And I am very grateful for a lot of things that I did do in biology. And nothing in life I feel like is going to be 100%. Oh my God, I love every single aspect of it. You know, whether it's the best relationship, the best job, the best, um, I don't know, the best vacation, whatever that may be. I don't think anything is going to be 100% like, oh my God, it was everything. Even if it was everything you ever wanted for, say, a week-long vacation. Try extending that for a year. You really think you're going to have every single thing you want to happen, happen? No, it's it's unrealistic. It's not probable. And so, as Viktor Frankl said, we have to... man search for meaning like viktor frankl was a psychiatrist who was also in the uh concentration camps during the world war II. he was a jew and he said that there was three ways where people could find meaning one was in uh through a career or a, something bigger than themselves another one was through a significant other a love you know someone like that that's my reason to live of oh, that love for somebody, and the third one was finding meaning in suffering, like these horrible things that have happened to me were in his case, the concentration camp there's a meaning there, and he saw that in different people than ever, and so I've seen that in my personal life, like you can find meaning even in the bad times. Even in the times that suck ass, even in the times that you may want to kill yourself, even in the times that you may feel like your life is better off being ended, you can find meaning. And it's just such a sad thing. Like, we're such, we're a miracle. Like, I was talking with one of my clients here today at the shop, and it's a miracle All the reactions that are currently going on in our body for us to be even alive. Everything that had to happen for us to be alive, to be the organism that we are, to be the intelligent walking thing that feels, sees, and feels like there's something and wants to investigate and fly out to the moon and think about spirituality and art and All the beautiful experiences and the horrible experiences of being a human. Everything that comes with it. And looking at the darkest sides of humanity and the brightest sides of humanity. It's worth it. It sucks sometimes. And it's great sometimes. But it's worth it. And with that, I'm going to end my podcast because I am going to go to sleep. Love you guys. Hope you guys have a great day.